Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And today I have with me a lady I recently discovered. I discovered her conversation with Charlie Freak. And I absolutely loved her point, the way she came across, the fact of her own journey, I thought was fascinating. So Alpa Sony, welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. Hello, thank you for having me, Aloise. I'm really honored and humbled. Thank you. No, it's just going to be going to be fantastic. We've already had a bit of a chat and I would love for you to explain because obviously, you know, now is such an incredible time on earth if if we understand what is happening on the planet. Um I would love for you to kind of share your awakening journey if that is okay with our listeners. Yeah, gosh, you're you're right. Well, any everyone, hello and um a very very um humble hello. Um, I have been on this awakening journey for quite some time, Louise. However, come March this year, um, when all this stuff was coming out about the coronavirus, and I actually lost uh, my dad's sister to this um, right at the start, and things weren't adding up for me. Um, it just didn't make sense, and you know, there was just so much, so much drama going on, as we all know. You know, the, the news was just bombarding us with negativity. Um, I don't actually watch the news myself much. So even though I had it on for that one week, um, something was happening to me as it has been for years, uh, which is this inner anxiety start um, mm. that rejects anything now that I know to be false. So it's like this sort of inner superpowers that we all have. But mm, do, I love it. Do we have the eyes to see or, you know, the inner and inner standings to understand what's going on or inner stand, as I say, in the Charlie Freak show. So it kind of started then as where I woke up very, very quickly. It was like every Instantaneous day. by the sound of things. Instantaneous. And how, and how did that look and feel? Like, was it a kind of inner knowing, you know, like how did, how did that actually play out? A good question. It, like it was instantaneous and it was grief. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it, was, of course. it was grief and it was very specific, I these. Um, so it's, I say on all the chats that I've done with Charlie Ward, Charlie Freak and all of the various ones that I've been on and we've discussed the truth and um, it, it's all been, it's all been um, motivated with the discovery of what horrible things have been happening to the children, mm. like so many people out there that have known for years, but they've had this. I, I, I was not awake to the extent of it. You know, I, I yeah, went on in Hollywood, but I didn't realize that we have a whole industry, second biggest industry after drugs, like crime. It's, it's actually even worse. You know, when you go really, really deep and you find out just how horrible and disgusting the whole thing is, you just, I couldn't fathom 
um, what was that, that we had this type of stuff existing on the planet. Uh, maybe because I just cocooned myself for 10 years prior to um, me finding out about this, which I'll explain later. But when I found out about that, it, it it just had an enormous impact where I had to actually get stay off work for two weeks. I, I couldn't cope. I was horrible. Um, I was crying all the time. And yeah, so that's how the awakening journey happened with grief. And was it kind of like, because again, I'd love to kind of know the kind of ins and outs of it. What, did you kind of you said things weren't adding up and then what did you do did you go on to youtube and start looking like how yeah, did it physically same, play out it started off with somebody sending me in a video of something and then it opened up my eyes it started opening up a web of um like thought-provoking questions and things uh, that didn't add up with the statistics of the virus and i didn't actually buy it in the beginning the reason being is something from an inner plane was telling me this is absolutely nonsense. Something's not adding up here. I'm not saying that the virus doesn't exist. Sure. Yeah, there's the difference. When people say, no, oh, it's a horrible, what you're saying, and what are these people dying for? There's, that's a separate issue. Mm, I, a conversation, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and a separate conversation. I think that you know everything is so interconnected, and I keep saying to the children, now, I woke up, it was instantaneous, as you said, um, and it took me down the rabbit hole into places I would never even imagine going, but it was very quick. And then I think, because I'm on this spiritual journey where I was seeing synchronicities prior to this anyway, about two years before, the, the numbers had started appearing in my life. So I, I think for me, that's where it started, like, you know, the 11-11 journey. Mm. Um, I suppose being number 11-11, which so many people are seeing now. And I know what happened on the 11th of 11th last year, but I'll go into that a bit later. And like it's the light codes that were embarked on, onto the planet. Each and every single person will have been zapped with those because it would have been the catalyst for all of us actually sort of getting this energetic power to, at some point in their journey, everyone's on their own journey to feel something's not right. And this sense of uneasiness that started to happen to humanity. And it would have started a long, lot longer than that. But um, started seeing synchronicities and numbers and really bizarre things were just like the people I was connecting with and for me understanding things about that person without actually knowing why I know what I know about them. So just your intuition you speaking to you. Yeah, it's my intuition, obviously, that's screaming at me. That has been my whole life. <laughs> just Again, do we choose to have the eyes? And the inner feeling. So we're not recognize. taught to understand it, are we? We're taught to dismiss it because we're taught to be in our left yeah. brain, not our right brain. Absolutely. And I've always been a bit of an odd one, like that. I question things. I've always just I've been a very deep and like feelings person and sensitive, sensitive to people's pain. If someone tells me they've got a problem, it's almost like I take that on empath, my sort of shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly, I didn't even know what an empath meant, but then. Healer once said that you that's what you are. So then I learned to, you know, like decipher what energy I need to take and what, you know, where I have to sort of protect myself. But prior to that, I um had an awakening. It was like it would have started 10 years ago, Eloise. I think started yeah, with my take health. us back to where it kind of, you know, because obviously I, I do believe, Alpa, that we awaken, obviously we can't awaken in one go, it would be far too much. So we kind of awaken in stages. So I'd love you to take us back to kind of, you know, the first instance where you kind of thought, hold on, there's more to life than I'm being told here. Yeah, yeah, well, um, it would have started around 2009, beginning of 2010. Um, where I had a great job, career. I, I actually even had, you said, 
have my own little show on ZTV. Um, I had my own presenting job on the side, outside my successful career. I was doing very, very well for myself. And um, stuff happened and the, I lost my job like a lot of people did back then. I come from financial services, so I come from like, I'd, I won't say corporate world because I've always worked for myself. I've mm-hmm. always been self-employed. But yeah, I was working in a, in, a, in a great environment. And then suddenly, one by one, I started losing everything. And then what led to a host of decisions that weren't in my highest interest um, and, you know, lots of stories began to unfold in my life. So I was met with um, a few twists and turns and then suddenly my health kind of took a dive. So that Um, I'll put in dharmic terms, just just to point out to our listeners and possibly to you because it's kind of new new information. But when we when we off our go off our path the universe will do that to us. So it will almost close close the doors. You get made redundant, you lose your relationship because actually this right path of action, you've strayed a little bit too far. So the universe will go, okay, hold on, we need to re-correct her. And of course, at the time, those situations really feel like, oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. But I, well, and then obviously you're going to tell us about the health stuff, but there's always a purpose for us to kind of yeah. shift us back on. But sorry, carry on about the health journey yeah no absolutely but I agree with you there because it is ultimately to we are all trying to journey back home to ourselves and it's the it's the path to self-love so all these twists and turns that happen are all there pertinent to your spiritual growth to your personal growth to your development and everything that happens is for a reason it sounds a bit corny when you say oh everything happens for a reason but it really does mm-hmm. it's there to grow you as a human being and whatever has happened in in your life good bad or ugly it's there to you know, it's your script that you've come in with in this um, in this life. You've come in to learn these lessons and, you know, you will be presented with certain patterns and things that happen to you over and over again if you're not learning what this is trying to tell you. So I was just going off piste, as I say, like when I love doing that when I go skiing, I was just going off piste a little bit, like um, finding my own way in this world now outside the uh, clutches of a job and uh, I was I was adventurous and I was just making um, you know, risky moves and stuff and they were all not working it was one failure after the other um, and eventually it had a knock-on effect on my health so almost like a sort of dark night of the soul as in what did you say it was yeah there was all of the things that encompassed that dark night of the soul where you, you know go to to places where you don't imagine but that's what some of the, some of the best places to begin because you learn so much about yourself and who you are and you're always learning about yourself. And I think it's, you know, good point for us to talk about because I think a lot of people now are, as as the higher energy comes onto the planet, as we ascend, all the stuff that we haven't seen before, we're suddenly starting to see. And so people are having these dark night of the souls. You know, a lot of people in our community, I know are going through career changes, job changes, you know, relationship changes. And that tends to happen when we are about to kind of go through a transitional period. Yeah, and it, and it does, and it was during these times which made me inquire about, um, you know, my health, and and so the universe presented me a job where I was just helping a friend work in a in a, in a naturopathic spa, um, a spa that looked after like people's health and the on the other side of alternative medicine, and um, we they we did colonic irrigation. <laughs> It was like a tube up your bottom. <laughs> you can tube up your bum, yeah, bum. 
So I work basically not as a bum flusher, but work with bum flushers and natural. And <laughs> That's the technical term. <laughs> yes, yes. So I was trying to just think, let me just put this like correct. But anyway, I love the raw and authenticity of it. Um, yeah, so I work with them and I learned how a lot about myself from my health perspective. I, I'm a veg, I've been a vegetarian my whole life. That doesn't necessarily mean I was healthy. Sure. Coming from the Hindu background and uh, cultural background, I never grew up with meat. So the concept of meat was just alien to me anyway. I never liked it. Never. I tried it, but just didn't sit with me. I just from an energetic plane. And I know now why, uh, especially with where my path is and where it's heading. So I still wasn't healthy. It's always been slim. I've never had any issues with my weight or anything like that. But I started feeling um, incredibly uh, tired all the time. So it's like my adrenal system was completed from this kind of trials and tribulations that I had. So long story short, you know, it taught me about where I was making all the bad food choices, um, you know, and how how it impacted my psychological frame of mind, etc. Anyway, so fast forward, so that was around 2011, 2012. And then I moved to South Africa for a while and I had all these inner standings about my health and stuff, but still my spiritual side was... uh, bit neglected yeah I've always believed in a higher power I at one point thought yeah I've always questioned the existence of God um there's a lot of conformity within uh, our some of our practices that we are told to do within our within of the course, way yeah. I was brought up we should yeah? do so you've got to do this we want to you know you're going to do the puja, bow your head down to God eat the brush do this but I would always say mum why do we have to do this and bless my mum's very religious person and um, so I don't mean to be disrespectful to anyone from my background or anything like that I just always just question why do you have to do this why do you have to do yeah. that why do I have to do all, all of this so there was a period in my life where I was kind of questioning everything to do with a higher power of God but I always had an interest in it and I had an interest in energies energy was what I was about I could feel people I could I could sense how a person would be feeling just even before they've walked into the room. Like, and I would be like very um, sensitive to that energy. So if I was around crappy people, I'd pick up that energy and it would give me a lot of anxiety. Anyway, so um, when I got um, diagnosed with fibromyalgia um, in around 2015, after so many visits to the uh, doctors where they couldn't figure out what was what it was, it was just overall white spread body pain and cognitive um, impairment so my like constant brain fog and chronic fatigue um that's when I really realized that well something's just out of balance for me you know something's really out of balance there's just I really need to look at my health a lot more so I um I got rid of a lot of my own skin conditions and everything by myself through diet and through meditation okay uh, so more of a plant-based but well so you said you were vegetarian before so what what changed so but it would be um it's still i still i still wasn't eating the right nutritionist food like it was it wasn't like balanced enough um but also even when i was eating healthy the mind was wasn't still you know and with that sort of stress and anxiety whether it's your work or your day-to-day living we all we all suffer stress to some degree every single day and look at the stressful situation we've been in this year mm. everyone is what well, off kilter everyone you know this coming and going lockdown not lockdown six people whatever nonsense that we've been thrown at it's it's emotionally taxing for everyone not one person is not feeling so 
you know. But luckily for me, I kind of had this understanding. It was almost like a I became resilient to a lot of the stuff that uh, and, and prepared for what's going on now. So once I, once I, got I think there, that's it's... that's beautiful that you said that because I think exactly that. I think we have we are being always prepared, if that makes sense. Like in some way, shape, or forms, our guides are always looking after us. You know, preparing us. Like I, I picked up a book which was all about the real history of the planet probably about six months before a lady called Patricia Corey. And it was all about the star seeds and it was all about the Anunnaki. And it, I read this book literally six months before Corona picked off. And it was like the book was given to me to prepare me for the next stage. So I kind of, I truly believe that, that we, whether we realize it or not, is a different matter. So I love this, right? These are, these are terms that I, that were alien to me. And in the 10 years where I wasn't watching the news and, um, just reading books it was about like spirits so what made you turn off the news so you this kind of awakening of the health that you just decided it just wasn't good for your health yeah it just it's just because I wasn't doing it at a conscious level it was my subconscious that was okay, doing it. interesting yeah it was like oh well, I just don't want to watch it I wasn't right, going okay. out saying this is all like I am now saying that <laughs> yes it wasn't, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't even saying anything to that effect that this is fake. That's not, it was just so much about what's going on with me inside. Right. Okay. Yeah? So you were just, you were sent inwards basically to sort out your health effectively. That's, it was, yeah, the health. I mean, I didn't really buy it. First, they said, oh, you've got fibromyalgia. I was like, fibromyalgia. Right. And I looked at the spiritual consequences and the emotional connection to where is it that I would have manifested this? You know, and I looked at that because when I was eating really, really well, if your insides are just full of bag of anxiety and um, nerves and, and and I'm inherently quite a shy person and no one would believe that. Um, but, you know, I, I'm one of these dreamers and I like looking in the stars and daydreaming and stuff. And then sometimes, you know, as I pick up energies from people, I kind of just sort of enclose in, 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 if that makes sense. So um, on the outside, it would appear that, oh my God, this girl's like, she, she does her own thing, business, she seems confident, she's got um, loads of things going for her. And here's me at another end where I, I'm quite an introverted extrovert. Yes, it's your, maybe my husband's a bit the same because he's a really an introvert, but he has, has this extroverted side that he almost kind of uses when he's in social situations, but actually yeah. he'd rather stay and read a book. <laughs> yeah. And I used to hate public speaking, so because my job would always be like in a B2B one-to-one. And then I would, was petrified of public speaking, although I've done a lot of public speaking, but it would be scripted. So I had the, um, you know, the, the, the comfort of a script to, to speak because put me out there in front of so many people. I would just be like, oh, this is a bit like, you know, Too much, out of yeah. my confidence. I'd do it. I would do it. I would do it. And I'd be okay with it. But it would just set me into, off into a tears. All the time so when i discovered this fibromyalgia i, I sort of software as you do you google become a google doctor and you start thinking like okay like how do i get better and what do i do and herbs medicine this that the other and you start off on another journey so that awakening started about five years ago and simultaneously i started seeing numbers so numbers were hitting me all the time but i wasn't noticing them but i just know i wasn't consciously noticing them i was unconsciously like okay. looking at them and thinking i see this all the time 
but with no idea of like someone's really trying to get through to me. Really <laughs> <happy. laughs> we've got messages so, for you please come in come in it's time to wake up my guardian angel is just looking at me like this this is my guardian angel it's just like when there's some great memes on instagram about that. i know but that is me <laughs> what is she like you know this is what it is and i've actually had dreams about um angels and just nodding the head at me saying you know wake up right it's true i have <laughs> my dreams are really funny um and my friends are really funny as well so it, you know so when you did the numbers write. become conscious when did you go from unconsciously noticing them to oh this actually means something so it was in 2016 2000 end of 2016 start of 2017 which is really significant with what's going on with the movements that are happening with what's going on in america and um the trump movement and stuff with the kids it's all this like alleged conspiracy theories that are being churned out in the in the social media and the stuff that I talk about. Um, so it was like number 17 is really, really significant at the sure. moment. Yeah. yeah, but mine started with 11-11 and I'm born at that time. So um, I didn't even make the connection. Oh, you actually that, bought your birth, time of birth is 11-11. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so and then in numerology, when I um, I had a keen interest into inquiring, being inquisitive about you know, numerology, astrology, um, I've really been fascinated by it. I can't say I'm an expert on any of it, but it resonated with me, and I could you know really understand the people that I like would listen to what they're actually saying, and that's where I started learning about ascended masters, the Galactic Federation of Light, and the star seeds and Palladians and. Um, so what made you i'll just like i love it because obviously i love hearing people's awakening journeys because it kind of does come in waves like you said and it's wonderful because obviously usually something will will kind of rock us and shake us shake us to wake us is what i like to say so the health thing obviously or the the universe was slamming doors in your face then the health thing then of course the numbers started to come and the synchronicities so how and then obviously we had the corona awakening what made you because one of the things i really liked was you you obviously I've taken a stand now for this work like you've obviously woken up to what's been happening a bit like myself you know the full extent of it at the beginning of corona what made you go right I'm going to interview Charlie Ward and Charlie Freak like how did you kind of go from waking up to then stepping into really kind of taking the mantle as such very good question and I was thinking that, that the other day it's like how did I get here because I kind of had no agenda and um i didn't did i think any of this true no um i woke up it wasn't so like i just woke up and that's it i'm going to speak to charlie ward i have to give credit to a lovely lady that i crossed paths with her name's monique and we worked together when the lockdown happened um from march right up until july um i was volunteering every night for um this organization called under one sky that were feeding um the homeless every night okay so nice. what, yeah it was amazing it was every single night uh for seven days a week there was 25 of us uh that started and so i'd go and pick up the foods and i'd go and deliver it to all the four different teams and then we'd go on foot and then find all the people because everything was closed in central london it was so like it was dystopian it was mm, it course, was yeah it must be like a ghost town to see central London like that, I'll mm. never forget it. And things I also saw up in the sky, but I'll tell you about that later, mm. while I was there in um, Trafalgar Square and giving out the food. So 
this lady who used to man the um, WhatsApp groups so that all the teams were working like you know efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, I just engaged into a conversation with her, and I always, from my heart and soul, attribute so much of the stuff that I she started awakening me up to. And again, in a very kind, non-pushy, like you know, didn't impose it on me, but it just made sense everything she was saying. And it it didn't. It wasn't even like oh my god, it blew me away. It was like this is making sense to me and I, I don't know why because I haven't read up about any of this. So long story short, that's how my journey started. And this was in March. So we would talk about all of this every single day. Um, so then as we were speaking, she introduced me to Charlie Ward and she goes, you've got to watch this guy. So I started, but then I, I got distracted from Charlie Ward. So she would update me on what he would be saying. So I didn't actually watch his videos initially because I would hear everything from her and she's brilliant at explaining everything. Um, and But for me, I went down the rabbit hole about the children. Eloise, I cannot explain to you how much that affected me. It affected me so much that I couldn't sleep. And I was bed bound. It was horrible. So um, I went in and then I went into what was going on with all the actors and actresses in Hollywood. And I was like, oh my God, everything just makes so much sense to me. It's like, like, it, it's like it suddenly clicks, isn't it? Like I had the same same experience when I woke up at 28, the guy who was sharing with me, a bit like the lady you were describing, it was like, oh my God, of course. What It was like remembering, I suppose, would, would be the way I would describe it. It wasn't like I just I've just found that out. It was like I remembered actually, oh my God, this is how yes. it works. Yes, but it, that was that sense of remembering because bearing in mind, I wasn't bombarding and I wasn't consuming myself mm. with outside noise. So there would be this confusion within myself. It's like, how do I know this? Like, how do I get this? Like, how do I get so many things? And this has happened throughout life. Like, I would ask me about the latest movie or the music or whatever, and I'd be so like, on computers, says, no, I don't know. I just wasn't keeping up with all the new technology or the new this. It's just in my introverted little world of just going inside. So I used to feel a little bit out of place and having conversations about what movies to watch. My brother would be saying, have you watched this? Watch this, watch this. Actually, what you were doing was very smart. Well, the thing is that there's so many um, people now assume, they say, Alpha, did you watch this conspiracy thing? Oh, you must know that. No, because I'm telling you, I just didn't watch anything before, like pertinent to all these conspiracy theories about 9-11. I just, no, I just wasn't, I just wasn't there. Wasn't on your so, own. so what what in answer to your question, what mm. helped me, it is the okay, so I'll make it clear, I didn't engage much on social media, like you know, document everything that I was doing in my life. I put up the occasional pictures of a night out when I went out because it would be not <laughs> very much um uh in the last year or so, but like yeah, whatever, just the normal level of activity on Facebook, but not so intense where I was on it every single day. Like Facebook, I was on it for like a couple of years until what I'm doing now. So um I wasn't active on social media that much. When I found out about all of this stuff, I said I'm gonna speak to Charlie Ward. So I did, picked up the phone and um well message first and then the rest is history. He said, Yeah, let's have a chat. And that's that's exactly what happened. And I I, I just wanted to share like that this is wrong what's been happening why are people i like t- turning a blind eye to it it's mm. just, it was a simple for me it's like someone gets needed to do something about what what was happening and actually taking action yeah and why are we fighting with the nappies over our face when the box tells you you know it doesn't protect you from coronavirus i got pushed at least yesterday the day before yesterday when i took my dog uh for 
um, to the vets. And I wasn't standing adequately apart from this, this guy who just saw fit to push me. I politely said, he goes, will you just move over a little bit more? Can you move away two meters, two meters? I said, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right where I am because I had my dog with me and he was getting a bit agitated. And he just went sort of just move. So he goes, I, you're an insensitive person and I don't want to catch something off you, but you saw fit to like push me. Wow. This is very telling of the mindsets that we're in at the moment. Okay, I got over that and stuff, you know, whatever. But, you know, where are we as humanity? This just goes to show the disparity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Stuff. And so, so you're me, sorry, you're telling me you've been awake for this many years. I salute you. <laughs> I salute you. Honestly. Yeah, it's it's got crazier. It wasn't as extreme as this, I would have to say. Like, I, you know, in, I concur with a lot of things that you did. I probably did them a bit more consciously. I tuned out of the news consciously because I just, once once you're awake to energy and vibration, you know, you can't watch it because it's so low vibe and it, you know, sucks the life out of you. So I very much stepped out of that for quite, you know, for years since I woke up and then... Because my journey was I had drug and alcohol problems, which was my awakening journey. It was kind of quite a rude awakening. Um, mm. And then I uh, got into personal development and became like a personal development junkie and did every type of personal development under the sun, starting with the Tony Robbins of the world, which I've now found out is a 33 degrees Freemason. Um, you know, but at that time, you know, he was, he was known for being good. Um, but he got into that and then I got into spiritual development did all my Reiki and then I um, started understanding that I could manifest and create my reality and I uh, set up a organization called the ATL Europe which is Association of Transformational Leaders and then I set up another one called the Network and then I started to be basically be up, get the hang of this manifestation stuff and really kind of creating what I wanted to happen and then I've now kind of gone in to teaching that it's kind of like little little step by step um <laughs> but getting back yeah. to because where I wanted to go is what I loved is you know what I found which I'm hearing in your sharing is you just follow those intuitive nudges as in you were like well why wouldn't I do that you know your voices didn't get in the way and say oh you know who are, who am I to do that you just wanted to do something about the situation and consequently I, I'm, I'm hearing that it's almost opening up or opened up a new path for you because we were jumping before we jumped on this call you were sharing with me that you've got some ideas about where you're going with this business and so can you maybe talk me through and talk the listeners through because for people listening Alpa for me is an incredible example of somebody who yes she's woken up relatively recently but she's doing something about the situation and what's happening is she's following what I would call her breadcrumb trail you know, listening to the nudges, acting on them, and then it's opening new doors for her. So could you maybe describe what has been happening since you've kind of stepped into those conversations and, and the synchronicities? Yeah, um, it's just been a, it's been a bit crazy over the last two or three months, but in a nice way, because it's, first of all, um, guided me and, and it's felt very right that maybe this was my, not, not maybe, this is my calling, this was my script. Because prior to this, I'll just take it a step back, is that I had been feeling very unfulfilled in what I've been doing with the financial services, and now I know why. Mm. Uh, it just it, it just wasn't taking off for me, whether with the t in two, 10 years ago before, when it was when I was doing very, very well, 
Um, and then post 2010, where anything I was trying to do within this realm was not working, and I now know why. Um, I felt very um, alienated from, from what I was doing. So I just thought, I, surely I have another purpose. Um, and I explored personal development. I've been on a few of the, um, I didn't go to Tony Robbins. Um, again, there was an energetic dis like, like a di distance from, from all of that, you know, walking on the fire and d doing all that kind of, Yay, that, that sort of stuff. I've been on a few and I really like them, but then afterwards it'd be like, right, well, I'm back to square one. Where is it that I'm going wrong with, with this stuff? And don't get me wrong, I love all these, these um, personal development courses, but it was before that that I thought, I have a great, I have a higher purpose. And, and I felt this inner, but it depressed me, it saddened me, it made me feel um, so lost and confused. But what the hell is this? What yeah. is it? What am I supposed to do? You and know, so many people are experiencing that right now, you know, and what, what yeah. you just described there, that inner knowing, that inner feeling of this isn't fulfilling me, this corporate job or whatever job it may be, that feeling of I don't really want to get out of bed in the morning and I don't really want to do this. That is like our sign and our signal to say, right, something needs to change and something needs to tweak. And yeah. we're off this correct path, this dharmic path. It's, I always bring it back to that. Um, yeah. Well, my dharma, dharma's duty, yeah, and I'm sure you'll be able to teach me a lot. And I think I like, like I said, I just absolutely love the name. Um, I stopped drinking around the end of 2017, and uh, you know, just, just like an ordinary person going out, socialising, having drinks with friends, all that sort of malarkey. And, and it started in 2018 when I stopped drinking alcohol, and then I had a little stint for two months where I had a few drinks here and there, but. I realized that the energy of what alcohol brought into my life mm. um, was just negative. So even if I'd have one drink, I'd feel negative the next day, mm. but I wasn't connecting it to alcohol. Um, and, you know, if we think about the word metaphorically spirits, right? Ghouls. Spirits and alcohols, alcohols, yeah, ghouls. Um, I started realizing that actually there's a lot of negative connotations to alcohol and also the attachment that it can bring to you. So it can make you feel dull, you feel hungover or something for the next day. Or, you know, if you go out, you know, on, on the weekends, you've had a drink and you're just feeling tired after a night out. And now, like I am, I'm up at five in the morning, five, six in the morning, I'm doing my meditation, I'm, I'm doing stuff early yeah. and I feel and also because um, for fibromyalgia, alcohol wasn't great. So like it was like an astringent. It wasn't wasn't doing good for my health. So I just stopped. And I thought, and, and I haven't been having any chemicals in the products that I use, like fluoride. Um, so, and I and I have a plant based diet. I'm not perfect. I like I'll have the naughty sort of sweet things here and there, but you know, um, predominantly, you know, no caffeine, no nothing. Has this helped in my spiritual awakening? For of course, hell yes, yeah. I think that that's it heightened my intuitive capabilities. Um, I could yeah, of course you shifted vibration up. Yeah, I could discern things a lot better, but my sensitivity levels were just really high. Like I would be like, oh my god, like wh where is this going? Where is this going? What is this trying to tell me? So it was, I felt like I've always been on alert, but still not clear about what my purpose and path was. So yes, I've, you know, fortunately, I've set up two businesses. And um, that, that's ticking along. And um, so, what's opening up for you now? So, what? Because it sounds to me like you're getting downloads. Obviously, I, I know you don't don't want to share everything, but 
there's you've kind yeah, of taken a different direction and obviously it has awoken something in you in relation to your passion around serving and helping on the planet right now and making a difference oh yeah there's so many grand ideas we can have and putting them into um action get, getting them off the ground that's the secondary thing but at the moment for me it's all started with the sharing of my knowledge like hang on a minute this is not right what's been going on and then you and then you come across the the fight about oh my god you support trump you're a racist look what's happening whoa okay like this frequency noise and my eye starts switching um <laughs> when what's the, oh. the signal yeah it's like shock whoa happened three times but this one's like really trying to say something um yeah so um you know you get into all these kind of energies where you realize oh my god this is not as easy as i thought it was this is like you assume bad things happening you're going to share it with friends they're going to be like oh my god that's bad oh it's not yeah. happening like that no we're quite isolated aren't we really huge disparity between the left and the right and i'm not talking left party and right but it's left brain right brain which is what we spoke about on charlie's uh, show so understanding that and understanding where we're at with everyone else's understanding that's a journey within itself i'm sure you'll agree right mm. and where it's made me think uh, okay where are we going to come out of this we don't actually know right now we're speculating with all the research that we're doing and trump's got handle of the whole situation i have a lot of faith in a good outcome yeah i really Absolutely. do me, me too but i still think we all have, have a part to play if you see what i mean yes i do and th that was exactly what i was going to say we need to do our bit we need to evolve we need to ascend as Gaia's ascending and otherwise really it's going to be some I, I hate to say it in a negative context but there will be some catastrophes where people will just be so far removed from the reality of what's actually going on and displaced with um a lot of the revelations that will start coming out i know people are um, like saying that this whole stuff with the children's a conspiracy and it's all a load of nonsense i find that really difficult to um i know to fathom mm. i find that really difficult that you can fight with people over a mask because you think you're saving granny um in the hospital but you're watching me post things about people doing horrific things to children and you're not commenting um, on it you're commenting i i had somebody i interviewed um laura ward from freedom for children and um somebody commented on that interview but it wasn't around what the situation was it was around some technicality that she had said and i was like whoa i think you're kind of missing the point <laughs> you know you can pull up but it's like it, i think their brains keep it's the cognitive dissonance isn't it so it's like i had exactly the same thing someone pulled me up i was in my post before on a story or something about you know this stuff with the kids no nothing no not even like oh my god or really is this happening but there was a statistical error in another post and they said alpha stop this is wrong to mm -hmm. the stat right left brain and then a big lecture that if you're going to go out and post the stuff you need to back your stuff up okay okay i get it i get it it's family how did you cope with that because obviously having this conversation um with family and friends because obviously being out there like i've seen your facebook page you're out there with your posts what you're doing you know you're kind of fully in the knowledge and sharing it um 
how have you coped with that? Because a lot of people listening to this are going through, I suppose what I'm trying to show through your journey is um, to help other people who are on this journey, because of course, all of us have kind of woken up to this. And I do believe we've all got a role to play in helping, you know, be of service to kind of resolve the situation. So I'm just um, wondering how you managed to get through that stuff, which is, ah, people are going to think I'm weird and people are going to think I'm crazy. And how did you cope with that, especially around family? So first of all, it, I took, it was hard. This isn't easy. So I don't even claim for it to be because I love my family. I love my cousins. I love all of them, but I love all my friends. But there was a point where them ignoring me or dismissing me or just pure silence was not important enough for me as a message um, over and above the revelations that I've had. Yeah. So call me whatever you want, that's fine. I'll take the hit on that. You don't have to speak to me ever again. I understood very quickly people's parts of like in my journey. So I have an ability now just to be able to say, right, okay, clear cut and and and, and be able to move gracefully away from a situation where I, I realize that that relationship or that particular situation served its purpose in my life. With family, it's difficult. I understand, I hear you, but this is going to be for a moment in time. And I am I'm holding on to the path of what I believe to be the truth. Mm. And if I'm wrong about everything and all of this was just from the horrible boogeyman infiltrating the internet with all these terrible conspiracy theories, I'll humbly apologize. Yeah, that I got it wrong and that my intuition led me down the wrong path. I'm sorry, but I know that that's not the case. My higher self is telling me not. So over and above the friendships or the people that um, have decided to behave in whichever way they've decided to do, I, I get a lot of people writing to me and really saying that, how do you do this? How do you cope? Look, I took a stand. I had no agenda. I didn't know where it was going to go. I'm about to do my own channel soon. I didn't even have to think about doing anything like that. Um, but I had this curiosity within me um, and a sense of deep sense of justice. This has to come out because we've been deceived. And this level of deception has been the catalyst for me to really go out there and say, this is not right at the cost of like losing friends. And what do I say to the people that are facing the same thing? Look, go inside, go into inside the powerhouse that you are. Learn to stand on your own. Yeah, mm. it's okay because we're so used to instant gratification. We're just constantly needing validation from every everything that we do without realizing just because of the way social media is kind of set kind up. Of yeah, yeah all it was designed for to sort of set people up for these kind of failures. Yeah, like to, to, to cause these depressive states and this anxiety and um, separation anxiety from their social media. For me, I've come on with a purpose and to use the platform for what I believe needs to be told. Mm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't promote my, any of my businesses on it. It was too much of a kerfuffle for me to be fair. <laughs> but, and all that whole idea of self-promotion and all of that was just a bit, but bit I think noisy. Also what you're describing is wonderful because it's also part of our evolutionary journey. You know, we, we are so conditioned to being liked and wanting people to like us and fitting in. And what you're describing there is, you know, something we have to go through, which is shedding our skins. You know, like you, you, what I love yeah. in your message was, well, it's more important to me to help right now and be a stand for the truth than it is to necessarily have to baby or look after kind of relationships that aren't in the same place. And so again, for people listening, you know, we all have to go through this process. It's, you know, it's not just, 
me and Alpa, you are going through this process right now. But I think what is on the other side of it is so worthwhile. Like we were saying, weren't we, before we came on, it's we're just meeting incredible people who are on our frequency and are at the And that, that will continue. Absolutely, Eloise. And that's that definitely something that I will encourage, you know, people, people have contacted me. I've resonated with people's pages. I've thanked them for shedding lights to some information or a post that they would have put up. I'll recycle that post. I'll just share it. And it's this energy of sharing this information that, you know, helps to rate the good stuff. And obviously the stuff that's not so easy to, you know, post, I get that too. I don't want to just be saying this happened with the children because I can just break people's psyche and just be making people depressed all the time. I get that. So, you know, you have a balance. But look, you need to know the truth. You need to know that this is how we've been played however let's raise our vibrations up simultaneously and like support each other so people who are alone let's take the example of this lady who wrote to me she goes well it's my husband i live with him every single day yeah and it's my children they think i'm nuts so how do you get like that i'm single i have my my freedom i have my little dog and you know my mum she's kind of like you know, i don't know all of this stuff it's, it's too complicated for me. Yeah? <laughs> it's just like i understand it all, right but she's nice and she's like i'm trying to understand and blah, blah, blah. i get confused so i'm like okay i don't have to deal with it so much in my face but what about the people who are living in that situation what about them and i say this to them stand in your inner truth you don't have to go out not everyone can go out and speak about it on Facebook because of their consequences with work, where they work, yeah? You still have to remember that, yeah? People are going to be working in, in environments where they might be the only people that are awake and having to deal with them. Painful, and I feel sorry for those people, and I my, my heart goes out to you. However, hang in there. Hang in there. And, and entering into senseless debates that are just going to create bad energy between both of you, it's, it's okay. There's, you're not responsible for someone else's awakening just be responsible of what goes on with you inside absolutely and how do you feel about life now because i think that's the key thing i'd like to get across to people as well is you know we, we kind of go through this process don't we where like like you were saying you were kind of feeling a bit unfulfilled you weren't sure what was happening in your current career you know life didn't quite feel right and how do you feel now in comparison to them? Because I think that's the journey that we've got to go on. And when we have the courage to step outside this comfort zone of who we're supposed to be and step into who we really want to be, you know, then life kind of really opens up for us and gets, I would say, even go as far as exciting. Yeah, I feel very strong um, inside um, in a very vulnerable way. I feel vulnerable, um, excitable, um, and strong. I have so many emotions that go on on a day-to-day -day basis, but I just know that the universe is ushering me into um, greater shores. Who knows what, what, where that this is going to lead, but I'm very optimistic. I know that everything's not going to be plain sailing. I said this on Charlie Creek's show, that this level of deceit, this cognitive dissonance that everyone has, and when people are finding out about all these things that have been happening and then they're actually saying, oh my God, it is true and we actually get it and we're starting to wake up to the other narrative. There's going to be healing required. Mm. A lot of healing and a lot of people like yourselves, like um, personal development people, people will turn to meditation, yoga, going inwards and learning how to do that because they're not, no, we're not taught. Mm. No one's taught. We're just taught. We've been churned through the academic fraternities and it's just this system 
that we have to unhook ourselves from. So will it be an overnight thing? No, it's going to take time to be patient with yourselves. I have been, I go through the journey, but I am very excited about uh, where this is going. Where is it going? I've got a few ideas and I'd like it to, um, I'd like them to manifest. Well, I would like to Maybe say thank you. Your course. Yeah. <laughs> We are more than welcome. Like we, we actually have an academy of people who are set the intention of they create a vision for their life. And then we help we help them, we support them as they build whatever it is that their vision is. Um, so I'm very excited to see how it unfolds for you, Alpa. As I said, I really wanted to get you on because I Thank know you. I just think you're a fantastic example of someone who's, you know, really stepped into their purpose and is an inspiration for people listening. So thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. And <laughs> we can obviously wait. And I would suggest that we release this when your channel is up and running, because then obviously people can then find you and come and uh, yeah, maybe you. This is fine. Yeah. But um, it, can they find you on Facebook? How would you like them to connect with you? Yeah. Alpersoni, you can find me on Facebook at the moment. Um, my channel is going to be Alpersoni, so you'll see, you'll see my picture. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll so. put all the details in the show notes. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you hearing your story, hearing your journey. And I can't wait to see how it unfolds for you because I just really feel that you are totally in tune, totally listening, and incredible opportunities are unfolding in front of your eyes. Who knows? Let's see where it goes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.